So the big question is, how do high performers like us reach our next level of success, have limitless energy, and deepen our love and connection with others so that we can create a life of true freedom, experience even more happiness, and make a bigger difference in our world? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. I'm your host, Anas Daoud, and I'm a certified high-performance coach. Welcome to the High Performance Journey. If you have ever struggled with having someone support you, having you know your friends or your family, your peer, your partner, whatever it is, be your champions, your cheerleaders, um, and you ever find yourself in a place where you're complaining or hoping deep down inside that you know you're thinking, "Wow, I wish they would just cheer me on," or you know, "I'm obviously struggling, I'm trying, I'm doing my best, and uh, I wish they wouldn't mock me, belittle me, or just kind of tease me about something." Uh, If that's something that you've gone through, been through, or know someone that's been through, you're absolutely going to love this episode today. And I wanted to preface it uh, from something, the first time I heard it actually uh, from Gary Vee, you know, he was talking about how you build the the tallest building. And, you know, you can think of the tallest building as, you know, if you want to be successful, whether that's from your wealth, from your health, from your psychology, whatever it is, right? The idea is if you want to be the best and have the tallest, largest building in city, he goes, there's one of two ways to do it. And uh, option one is to just, you know, be humble, put your head down, do the work, get team, get support, do all the right things that we know and just build the damn <laughs> biggest and tallest building. But on the other side, option two is you tear everybody else's buildings down, right? In theory, if you just destroy everyone, you tear them down, uh, by default, you're just going to have the tallest building. And I wanted to use this analogy that he talked about to to preface this episode, because if you start thinking about it, you're going to have the most contradictory introspection right now that you might hate me for. Okay. Cause check this out. If I asked you, you know, we're having coffee and I was like, Hey, do you, you know, do you, do you shit on your friends? Do you, um, do you know, do you placate with them? You know, are you putting them down or do you cheer them on and you support them? Obviously. And, and I hope, <laughs> uh, you would say, no, no, no. And ask, of course I, I cheer my friends on. I want them to succeed. I want them to be happy. And you know, we say all these things, but if you look at it from a different lens, there's actually, and, and this is unintentional, of course, some hypocrisy and some incongruence with that. So let me explain, right? Imagine uh, one of your close friends, okay? Uh, especially for my ambitious uh, entrepreneurs, salespeople, anyone seeking some form of uh, freedom and liberation from, from, from time and financial freedom and location freedom and all that good stuff. Think about this. If one of your close friends goes off, you know, they leave their corporate job, their nine to five, whatever it is, and they go run with this side hustle and they just kick it off and they blow it up. And it, it, it doesn't really matter what it is. It could be some e-commerce, it could be coaching, it could be sales, it could be, you know, some service-based thing. It could be a salon, <clears throat> right? And at first it's this little thing and they're struggling and, you know, you're hearing all the COVID did this to my business and, you know, all these crazy economic times and woe is me and all these things are happening. And, you know, we sit there and we're like, oh, I'm sorry, that's tough. And we kind of with them, we kind of support them. We're kind of, you know, just along with the journey and we're being friends and good people to them. Then imagine this, that friend of yours, you know, comes back and they're like, holy shit, you're not going to believe it in ass. Like, listen, uh, you know, they start telling you about the wins they're having, not just from like a personal psychological confidence. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling amazing. They start telling you like, Hey, business is booming. You know, I just hit my, uh, you know, my first six figure, uh, six figure month, like bottom line, po- you know, post expenses, post taxes, all that good stuff. And you're like, Whoa, wait, you made like 
over a hundred thousand dollars in a month. And they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and they, and you think it's a one hit wonder. And then next thing you know, next month they're telling you like, oh my God, like business is, I'm growing even more. And, you know, and basically they're coming to you to be like, holy shit, I've been struggling for a year, two, three, six months, whatever it is. And now I'm starting for the first time to see the fruits of my labor. And you know, if a hundred grand seems too much right now, just think about, they come back and they say, you know, 10 grand, five grand, whatever it is, something that you look at and you're like, holy shit, right? And really, truly imagine yourself in that situation right now. I can guarantee you, most people would react in this way. The person shares the good news. So if I was sharing that to you, like, oh my God, like business is thriving. Here's a loan I made. I'm helping these customers. You know, the lives are changing, whatever it is. Your first innate reaction is not actually to be super joyous and celebrate that person your first reaction is generally gonna be about you. You're gonna think like, oh, holy shit. Like they, they did it. Like they made, oh, wow, like that's so good, congrats. And you're trying to, to appreciate and express the joy and the celebration. But then there's this other part of you that kicks in, a little bit of envy, a little bit of jealousy, a little bit of judgment, a little bit of, you know, like what the hell, like, and. And what happens is you actually rob the other person of that joy, that support, that love, that appreciation, because you make their success about you. And somehow them having more makes you have less. And what I mean by that is, you, you know, you don't think about it so much on a conscious level, but you start questioning all the things and the dreams and the aspirations and things that you didn't start, that you may have gave up on, you know, the, the, the false rumors, the truth, the things that you started believing that stopped you from achieving your greatest potential, right? And then you start in the spiral of doubt, the spiral of confusion, right? You're almost sitting there, you're like, well, they're, they're just, you know, they're 25 years old or they're just 30 years old or like he's not even educated or she's not this and well, they're not even working that hard. And you start somehow trying to make sense of why they don't deserve to be where they are. You start somehow, right? starting to make sense of why they're not deserving. You might even start attacking their character, right? You might start thinking like, oh yeah, they're, they're just, um, you know, they're selfish. Like they don't care about their customers. They don't care about making a difference. So they don't, somehow you, you'll project some of your own values or you're basically gonna do the thing that I started the session with. You're, you're, you're gonna start by actually tearing down their walls because somehow if you can make sense of why, their thing is, you know, a scam or about to fail or it's not sustainable, it's not real or they're the unicorn. If somehow we make sense that they don't deserve or aren't gonna sustain or something is gonna blow up or, you know, the IRS, the CRA is gonna come after them and shut them down, whatever it is. If somehow we make sense of that not being feasible, we feel better. Think about that for a second, right? And if, if he, I, I just want to give a couple of different examples to, to shift the lens, you know, it, might, it doesn't have to be business. It could be as simple as um, your friend comes and, you know, you, we, we all have some, some health and fitness journey that we're on. And maybe, maybe it's a weight loss challenge, right? Just I'm using weight not to be superficial, but just to be simplistic. And, you know, someone's like, oh my God, like I just did it. I, you know, uh, I, I went on this 30 day challenge or, you know, I followed keto, paleo, vegan, pegan, this, that, the other thing that it's irrelevant, the method, the vehicle. 
Uh, but then they go and tell you and they're like, holy crap, like I have achieved this weight loss, this, this, this health goal, this thing that I've never been able to do before. And imagine you two entered the race on this competition for, for this health and fitness goal or, or not. And you hear that. And rather than being truly ecstatically from the core, from, 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 from your heart, from your being, rather than being joyful for them, we get this, 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 cynicism, this jealousy comes in, right? And if, if someone, imagine if someone was recording the reaction, the conversation that the two of you would have, and you watched and look back at your, your, your physiology, your body language, your facial expressions, your, your tonal patterns, right? And we were to watch that, would that be someone who's expressing true happiness and joy and care and excitement for the other person? And what happens more often than not is we actually kind of, in a very weird, sadistic way, don't want them to have achieved that. And I know it sounds nuts, you know, and, and some, of, some of you listening here like and ask, what the hell are you talking about? And I'm like, just think about this, right? Whether it's a weight loss thing, whether it's a relationship thing, you know, they uh, found the, the, the miracle partner and they're living happily ever after, you know, the building and family, all the magical things, whether it's a career thing, whether it's a financial goal, whether it's a health goal, whether it's, you know, liberation of, um, you know, social oppression, whether it's, you know, freedom of, uh, you know, them having more command and conscious thought and them mastering their psychology. And they're like, wow, I'm this, you know, positive person. And, you know, it's not that I'm not having negative thoughts, but I've learned how to, you know, recover from that and overcome it. And, you know, now they're experiencing this higher level of being this higher, right? So they're, they're, they're building, they're, they're building that, that high rise it's rising and it doesn't matter if it's financial, spiritual relationship, whatever it is, this building is getting higher and our immediate response, and maybe it doesn't happen in the moment, but maybe after the moment, right? Uh, hours later, days later, weeks later, you catch your mind trying to tear down their tower, tear down their building. And I hope, <laughs> I hope, right, um, as you're listening to this, that you, you, you're just here with an open mind. And this is not to, uh, to point a judgment or say, oh, shame on you, shame on me. Um, you know, whatever it is, it's, I, I want to help shift the thinking here. Cause of course we're going to talk about how you correct it and, uh, how to make it more impactful. Um, so we could really make a difference and deepen our love and our connection and our relationships with others and more importantly with ourselves too. Right. So when you look at it, I know, I know like for me, it's, it, it happens on, on, on different planes, right. Um, you know, previously from, uh, let's say from, from, from a sales career doing door to door, you know, doing a B2B, you know, knocking on doors, knocking on buildings, cold calling, like all that stuff. And you hear someone, they're like, oh, they just, and whatever it is for you, you know, they just did 10 sales, they did 15, they did 20, or they made five grand today. They made 10 grand. They had a 30 grand month. And there's a part of you that kicks in in disbelief. And you go, and I remember you know, there was times and it's so silly to even think about it. I was like, oh yeah, yeah, the, they, they did. And I would literally in my mind say, oh, they did unethical sales. Uh, you know, they don't actually know how to sell. They're just slam selling their customers. They're pushing them, you know, half their things are gonna cancel or they're gonna get fired for, you know, miscode of conduct. And I remember to have these thoughts and it was crazy. Cause when I zoom out, I'm like, wow, like I should be happy for this person but I'm actually catching myself hating on this person 
I'm like, they never did anything for me. They're, they're developing themselves and, you know, they're trying to grow. They're trying to, you know, make a difference. And rather than being happy for another human being for succeeding, I'm trying to make sense into my mind as to why they don't deserve to have that win, that success, that progress. Because guess what? Deep down inside, scared little ass, little boy, little bitch me thinks that if somehow they hit that, then something's wrong with me, that I suck, that I'm not capable, that I'm not good enough. My ego takes a hit. So it's much easier for me to, to tear them down. And I know it sounds so like, right? And it's crazy. Like I even think about um, in, uh, you know, in, in a lot of, in a lot of my peer group, there's, there's a lot of uh, coaches and influencers and, you know, as, as, as my network grows, uh, you get to, I get to, you know, be blessed to meet so many incredible human beings. And I remember, uh, you know, there'd be, uh, <laughs> this is crazy. Uh, you know, I would hear of other coaches, right. That they're like, oh, they're doing 200 grand a month. They're doing 400 grand a month. They're doing 700 grand a month. They're doing 800 grand a month, you know? And you know, when I hear someone doing uh, $1.2 million a month and I'm just like, shit, right. Somehow I'm on my own mission. I'm on my own path. Like I'm put on this earth to, to, to make my biggest difference, to help who I'm called to serve. And there's a part of me that kicks in and goes, oh yeah. Oh, no one asked. They, they doing it wrong. They doing the unethical thing. They cheat and they rip it. You know, like I'll catch my mind, the jealous mind, judge or project hate or project envy. And the crazy thing is if I don't catch and correct that, that seed just grows. And it's crazy when there's like five degrees of separation between me and that person. Like I would, I would know, you know, I could think of an individual, like I don't know them personally, but I know them through a friend, through a friend, that kind of thing. And I would hear about all their successes, right? And they're, you know, way further in their journey than me. But then there's a part of me, I'm like, well, they're, they're like, uh, well, they didn't, you know, they didn't do this. They didn't go through that. Like I have more experience here. Well, I've done that. Like I'm, I'm way more, I'm more deserving of this. And I catch all these things come up and I'm like, this is insane. Right. And if uncorrected and it's happened to me before, like I harbor some resentment and I'm like, why on earth would I not be happy for this other human? And the crazy thing is it's not like them winning somehow makes me win less. And you know, one of, one of the, the quickest and simplest things, obviously, to, to, to call out in these moments um, uh, is, you know, when, when I look at it, I'm like, well, what is it saying about me? Like, why do I feel like somehow this makes me less than? And the quickest, one of the quickest and the easiest shifts is, uh, and I wanted to start with that, is when I catch something like that, is I actually, and, and, and if you're watching this on YouTube, not just listening, like I will literally physically celebrate them, right? Like I will shout their name, uh, so let's say it's Bob. I'm like, yes, fuck yeah, Bob. Like, that's sick. Oh, I'm so happy for you. And I will literally have a conversation out loud and like, I'll get, like, I'll use my body. I'll use my tone and I'll just express that. And I'm like, man. And like, especially if I, I know things about them, like, let's say uh, it's a 20 year old guy, absolutely smashing and they're doing this and they helped, you know, 200 clients, like whatever it is. I'm like, wow, that's so, that's so insane. Like you're at 20 and you're able to help that many people. And I'm like, I can't, I can't even imagine. Like what's gonna happen when you're 30, like a decade, like you're just in this now. Imagine three years, five years, seven years, 12 years. Like you're actually gonna be able to help and transform so many lives. And, and, I, and I would start not just like, affirm, like, I'm literally incanting like so much excitement and joy and love, especially like pretending that I know this person or I'm having this conversation with them and I cheer them up. And 
I would wrap it up with like, what a gift. That's such an inspiration. And I would always come back. I'm like, wow, if they could do it, like imagine what I could do. Right. And then I'm now starting to teach myself like, oh, this is a cue. I see someone else um, succeeding or, you know, doing winning in some area of life. It doesn't matter what it is. Right. And I celebrate them. And that's the conditioning that I'm constantly looking to work to myself. So when I hear someone win, I'm cheering them on. When I hear someone win, I'm experiencing that joy. So I can actually, I'm cheating. I'm trying to live vicariously through them, right? And on top of that, I'm using that as, as a source of inspiration, right? There's this concept of borrowed confidence of, you know, for, for everyone out here, you know, in whatever venture you're on, uh, you, you don't have to be alone on it. I'm like, you just need to be around a peer group or find people who are, you know, in the same journey or winning or further ahead and just borrow confidence from them, right? So I see that, I'm like, wow, like, that's possible. And I'm constantly telling myself like, yes, it's possible. It's abundant. You know, there's so much opportunity. You could do it. You could do it. You could do it. And then I'm using it to jack me up, to rev me up, to get me more excited. Right. So then now I'm spreading love. I'm, you know, spreading joy. I'm putting it out there, you know, however you want to call it, you know, uh, sending them a little prayer, sending them, you know, a little bit of just passing something down to them and getting me excited, reinstilling my confidence because then now I'm constantly training my mind to look out for all the wins and the successes around me, as opposed to, you know, having um, the environment prime me and condition me, right? It's so easy, especially for uh, when uh, I always laugh when, when people w- wanna, you know, have, take their side hustle or start a business or build it or grow it or jump ship or switch careers, right? They let the environment uh, over, overrun their thinking, right? They sit there and they're like, oh no, uh, 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 Anas, uh, I, I can't now, you know, uh, uh, it's COVID. And, you know, then they'll start listing all these, these stats, which I don't know how it's relevant to them. They'll go, uh, you know, uh, unemployment rate is this and people are that and everyone's in lockdown and the world is crazy. This is a bad economic time. And, you know, they'll, they'll, they'll just start eating and believing and living into those stories. And, you know, next thing you know, there's a confidence, there's this excitement, there's this ambition, like take that flame and just absolutely put it out. Just kill yourself internally. So I, coming back to it, I use the wins and the successes of other people as a spark to either reignite or to just pour gasoline into my own flames. Y'all with me? Get a little bit of gasoline to light that flame so you feel that excitement, so you get a deeper and a greater level of ambition and excitement in your life, and you get to love on that person, especially when you get to meet them. And if you don't, uh, like this is something uh, that I'm doing now, especially for people that I know through degrees of separation, uh, just to take a selfie video, right? Find them on Instagram, Facebook, whatever it is, whatever platform you live on. You can send them a voice note, you can send them a text and just let them know like, hey, you know, we haven't met, you know, I've known you through this person or I've just been following you and I just wanna say, man, I love that I keep seeing you show up. I, I keep seeing this, I keep hearing that or I read this or, you know, just let them know that uh, the work that they're doing is making a difference to you, to someone, to somewhere, and you appreciate uh, their efforts and what they're doing and how they're showing up and just cheering them on. And I always come back to this because uh, it's one of those things that, that more than ever this year is constantly ingrained in my mind and I'm constantly fighting for it. And I'm hoping that if you made it this far, uh, that this is the main thing that you could extract from, from, the, from this whole part so far is... I remember I read it first uh, from, from my mentor's book, Brendan Burchard, uh, The High Performance Habits. And, you know, he was talking about being a conscious goodness spreader. I know it's a mouthful. Conscious goodness spreader. 
And I realized like it's so much easier and way more fulfilling to just go and spread good in the world. Like people talk about it, but I'm like, no, 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 no. Like make it physical, make it real, you know, make it lasting. Like look for the moments of appreciation, acknowledge it, let the others know, feel it, experience it and really shift that. So as you grow and progress, you're always reminded that, you know, someone winning doesn't diminish you, that there's so much abundance and there's so much opportunity out there. And um, we are put on this earth not to take down other people, but that we, that we all rise as a society and a community and uh, ultimately just make a bigger difference in, in, in our world and the people around us. So that's kind of the, the, the best and easiest tactic that I can recommend in catching that because you know, next time, especially if you're listening to this, by the time we're jumping into the holidays and new year and all that good stuff, um, as you re-equate, uh, reconnect with some of your friends, your family and all that, people are gonna share some stories. They're gonna share some, some wins, some struggles, and you know, you're gonna be catching up. And I wanna remind all of us, and myself included, that as we hear people, that we're coming into it with the frame of being a conscious goodness spreader that we are there cheering, cheering people on, that we're being excited for them, that we're honoring their journey. We're, you know, we're being inquisitive too, right? As they're sharing things like, whoa, what did you learn from that? Like what happened there? Tell me more. And you know, you're being empathetic and really understanding like where they went, where they won, where they lost. But more importantly, remembering that somehow by them winning, you were also winning too. And it's not about tearing down uh, their wall, tearing down their building and pulling them down because you know, we, we can all win in, in, in this game of life, right? So um, ultimately, what, what I wanted to pass here is to shift the thinking for us not to be selfish and make it all about us. And for anyone here who struggles with having, you know, friends, family, uh, uh, and anytime I talk about friends, family, partner, all of it, I'll just label it all as peer group, right? So for anyone that struggles with their peer group that they don't feel supported or they don't feel the negativity, uh, I, I want to share this one thing because I know it comes up so much and I honestly don't know uh, where the quote comes from, but, uh, and I definitely should look it up. <laughs> I'll put it in my show notes, but uh, it's just a reminder and it hit me hard of love them for who they are and forgive them for what they're not. So love them for who they are, forgive them for what they're not right? Like sometimes we have this expectation that you want everyone to be this perfect little unicorn, the exact way you define it in your mind. And, uh, you know, these are things obviously I work with, with my clients on, well, how do you actually summon some courage and uh, deepen your influence to have conversations to help shift the thinking and the ways and the dynamics that you have in your relationships so that you can actually shift the expectation in your mind and make it a reality. So you can both be supporting to each other, but in, in the simplistic ways, I'm like, you don't have to hate them for it, right? Just love them for who they are and understand, and, and this one's a little bit tougher to grasp, but uh, it's just the reality is a lot of times when most people are responding, they're projecting. And what they're saying is they're saying more about themselves than they are about you, right? Uh, like if someone belittles you for your efforts, for your attempts, for your accomplishments or for the things that you're trying to do or they joke you or, you know, like there's, there's so many silly things and happens to me, happens to my friends, happens to my clients. Like, and I don't know how this gets brought up. You, you say something or especially for the men out there, uh, when you try to be vulnerable or share your feelings and that's not a common thing in your peer group and someone says, 
oh, like, why are you being so gay? Or, you know, why are you being such a softie? Or why are you being such a pussy? And they, they say silly things like that. Um, just understand, you know, the intention isn't to tear you down, right? The intention isn't for you to express less or to minimize you or put you back in a box. I, I cheer you on, my man, by the way, side note. Uh, if you express in, if you in the filios, if you share and if you being open, you're getting a, uh, you know, deep in there. That's beautiful. That's, that's real manhood. So I'll cheer you on just as a side note. But um, in, in, in the reminder of that happening, it's, you know, the other person could simply be saying that is really brave and courageous for you to be vulnerable and open as expressive as the way that you are. I wish I could do that. And, you know, them calling you names or mocking you or teasing you is coming back to the whole idea of them tearing down your wall, them tearing down your building, them, you know, feeling better by pulling you down. And I wanted to share this because the important thing to understand in this last piece is the intention I can actually say is almost, 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 percent is never to put you down. Like if you think about it, your friends, your peer groups, they're not sitting there being like, oh, you know what? How can I make an ass feel like shit today? How can I hurt him, pin him down? Or, you know, they're not malicious. They're not, they're not trying to put you down intentionally and consciously and, you know, trying to attack and burn you. And if you got people like that in your life, that's a different conversation, baby. We, we, we gotta, <laughs> uh, you know, do the old snip, snip and move on. But, um, you know, just understand that when people, are reacting to you and it comes visceral and it's vulgar and it's strong and it's charged and it makes you feel like crap. I just want you to remember their intention isn't to make you feel like crap, right? It's coming back to the common human conditioning of we're just prone, like by default, take, tear down someone else's building, tear them down, tear them down, tear them down. Because if they progress, if they succeed, if they move on, if they become the thing that deep down inside we aspire to be and they do it and you, I don't, then somehow I'm broken and I'm faulty and I'm wrong. And there's also a deeper, and I won't go deep into psychology, is the fear comes in of that we might be left behind, that we might lose love, that they might change and grow and evolve so much that they no longer want to connect or be a part of this group. Um, so also it comes from a place of a little bit of scarcity and fear of, uh, you know, the subliminal tone is I hope this person doesn't change and grow so much that we might not be in the same clan anymore. So to come back full circle, uh, my reminder, my urge, my implore, me imploring, I'm begging, if you see me here, uh, to remember that the next time anyone, especially, 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 please, on the interwebs, on the ether, you know, for all my cyber bullies, my cyber haters, like, please, if you see someone trying to progress, trying to move forward, just trying to move ahead, don't shit on them. Don't call them names. Don't say stupid shit. Don't use derogatory terms. Don't use, you know, sexual profanity. Like, that isn't needed. And maybe if your relationship is a little bit playful and teasing, do that with them. Sure, cool. But if you see someone online more than anything, tearing them down, expressing your unsolicited bullshit, negative, you know, insecurities projection serves absolutely no one. What it does is it spews more hate. It builds that seed into your heart. 
It adds that speck of negativity. It, it tears them down and you rob someone of a better human experience and yourself. Like it's actually the dumbest thing. You lose and so do they. And um, so, so I say that, that on the online, the ether, the interwebs, on the social, you know, if you're not cheering someone on, you're not helping them out, you're not acknowledging them, you're not giving them a high five, I'm like, just keep that shit to yourself. And if you're that miserable, I'm like, go get some help. And, and I, I mean that, right? Whether that's a peer group, whether that's counseling, whether that's, um, you know, a therapist, a coach, whatever it is, like if you're actually stuck and you need some help, find it. And, you know, then coming back to the peer group side, you know, your friends, your family, whoever it is, when you're connecting with them, um, come in with the frame of being a conscious goodness spreader. Come in with the frame of, I'm gonna spread some love, I'm gonna spread some positivity. I'm gonna cheer people on. I'm gonna be interested in what they do. I wanna support them. I wanna be a part of their journey. And I want them to, I want that reciprocated too, right? Um, and just do it with the intent of not expecting something in return, but, you know, knowing that if they were on their deathbed, or if they were pressed against the corner, or if, you know, they were going through some hardship that they know that they can count on you, at least mentally or in, in, in presence, that they can count on you on being their rock. They know that, you know what, no matter what happens, an ass got my back. You know what, no matter what happens, she got my back. You know what, no matter what happens, he got my back. And, you know, the more of that that we have out there, the, the, the stronger the internal drives for us to, to do better in the world, to be better boyfriends, girlfriends, partners, friends, you know, sons and daughters. And truly just from one shift in your frame of I'm gonna build my tower and build everyone else around me. I'm gonna build my tower and cheer everyone else around me because when they win, I win. And when I win, they win. And if we come back at it from the frame of bring in everyone up with us, I, I just, it's one, I, I can't even express how deep and profound the impact will be. And I'll leave it with this last thought. If you have ever wanted and wished or hoped that you would have the support of your peer group, however that shows up for you, just remember, be the change that you want to see in others, be the role model and be the inspiration so that somehow, somewhere, you inspire someone else to do the same thing.